You're listening to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James. How you going, boys? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right, we're just going to test something really quick live <laughs> on the air for listeners. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Is that that's our listener base? Just crickets? Yeah. That's okay. literally our listeners. <laughs> so we've been... Um, we talked about it last week, we I think. We talked about it last week, but we've been... We've been Talking about getting some equipment in the, on board in the studio. Yeah. Um, some sound boards, using our computers more, doing some sort of We got of our headphones back after yeah. a year or more. Um, so we've been, yeah, we've been playing around with some tech um, and now we're hopefully, we're going to use some more kind of sound effects and other kind of stuff in the show to, yeah. keep, to keep us so, amused more than the listener. Well, hopefully, and ho- I mean, hopefully yeah. it makes it fun, more I fun for the listener because... Also, just let us know if it just becomes obnoxious and annoying too. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I mean, tonight is a test run, so we'll yeah. probably be a bit cheeky with just clicking it once in a while. But I think once we have a library of sounds... You use them when it's we'll, appropriate. We'll use yeah. them when it's appropriate. Like, you know, we... Yeah. But I mean, who knows? That it could just be a... That's the show from now on, because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> something's got to keep us going. Can you give us a... Ah! Yes, that's exactly what I was going to ask for. <laughs> oh, I mean, that peak, that peak's so high. I hope that's not too loud for listeners at home. Okay. Um, we're, we're, I'll yeah. lower it down a bit. Yeah, we'll... Because <laughs> okay. it doesn't sound that too loud to us, but no, everything gets normalized through the board for us. Exactly, yeah. Also, last week, I think we talked about when we put our headphones on and I was just like, my volume's all crazy and it's the same thing today. Yeah. So, even though we can hear the sound effect, we can't really tell volume or... <laughs> so hopefully it's we'll not. work it I think it's tomorrow when I go back and I listen to it imagine someone listens to <laughs> yeah. this in their headphones at work or something and they just get their head blown <laughs> off by Wilhelm scream I'll, I'll suss it out tomorrow when uh, I'm editing the episode for our podcast version um, mm. and I'll see how that exactly is on the headphones yeah. Yeah. Um, said it was fine Alex oh, good. Fine. Oh, he's listening. Oh, good. He can be our guinea pig but he's got his headphones on that's also different because like the podcast most people will be listening on their headphones. Oh, Alum, if you're listening, come in the studio. We bought you. We bought you a head. We bought. I bought your headphones, buddy. You have no excuse. Well, I don't, if he's still at home, he's not going to make it. Into, <laughs> well, <laughs> Actually, you don't know how no, he drives. No, he yeah. Could, yeah, he'll make it. He'll make it. I should say. He's ten to fifteen minutes away from everywhere all the time. Yeah. <laughs> not that we're condoning uh, irresponsible driving no. behavior. Never. <laughs> anyway, hypothetically, we're off the rails. That's tonight. right. You're listening to the Tuesday. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Have you introduced the show yet? I have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just another easy breezy cover girl episode today. Another round, round review round table. I'll uh, I'll start things off because these other boys have a lot more to talk about than I do. Yeah. My, I've seen a couple notable movies um, in the last week. I saw Mindhunters from 2004, which I didn't really like. Yeah. It's it's a weird movie because. You know, there's that amazing Mindhunter novel by John Douglas, which they then sort of made into the Netflix TV show, which I think we even mentioned last week, um, which is about FBI profiling, like, you know, catching serial killers by getting into their uh, headspace and figuring out, you know, who who they could be. And then they made this like weird movie in the. Sorry, I'm taking your your no, over no, your thing, Nathan. No, but no, that's you it. mentioned it to me before, and I was like, yeah, that is a weird movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I only is it watched based on it. a novel. Is it based on the book by Douglas? I don't know if I don't think it's based on. I don't think it's based it, on anything specific. If it is, it's like they they the, 
kind of the core concept they, of profiling. Yeah, just profiling it? and the title with an S on it. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe legal wise, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I um it, like because Val, it's is, Val Kilmer as an FBI profiler, and they're on this island, and it's like a training exercise, yeah, yeah for recruits. So basically, Val Kilmer is like a professor or whatever. He's like the overseer professor of the, like the profiling school at Quantico, I assume. Yeah, and he has to lead, or he drops off these students on F- like a little like island FBI for training. Yeah, it's like basically it's there's a serial killer on this island. There's clues. Go it's like a fake him, town. Yeah. It's Which is a cool exercise. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool idea. Except it's really weird. So the cast is stacked, first off. Mm. Val Kilmer, Christian Slater, Ella Cool J, and um, Johnny Lee Camp. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller, sorry, Will Camp. Mm. Um, it's a good cast. Yeah. But it feels like the movie was made with very little money in the sense that it's like it's just those isolated cast of characters on this derelict kind of town. It feels like it was done for you cheap. Don't, yeah, and it's like you don't see anyone else, right? No. For like No, there's like one shot early on in like a bar and there's a crowded bar. Yeah. And that's the most entertaining part of the film because yeah. they're using their kind of profiler in techniques mm. to like guess things about people. Yeah. Um, and then they get to the island and you see no one else. Mm. It's kind of like there's not really much interesting about the derelict town, really. Mm. And then it's just kind of like they die one by one in sometimes hit or miss ways. I feel like it's it was probably just a crappy slasher movie, um, but with a name sort of cast. And but what a it, waste of a cast! Yeah, and it also yeah. tricks you by thing. It's like oh, FBI profilers. This yeah. is going to be good, and it's like oh, it's just a crappy like, slasher movie. It was on Netflix in the leaving soon tag was mm. on it, and I saw. You know, I saw Christian Slater, Ella Cool J, Val Kilmer. I'm like, I'm in. I'll watch mm. it tonight. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I didn't. Mm. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's just aggressively average. What's that Stallone? Didn't Stallone do a similar movie around the same time? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I think it was just early 2000s, like, yeah. kind of, not sh- maybe schlocky. A little schlocky. Yeah. And they used some... Look, it was probably impressive at the time, seeing it on the big screen, but they used some CG for some of the kills. I... And it wasn't... I have a feeling that, yeah, this movie never did that well. Like, it's pretty, uh, you know, it's not a well-known... It's forgettable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Forgettable movie. I uh, I posted this on my letterbox. Follow me on letterbox, NathanB underscore 90. And look, I just said, for this Clue slash whodunit film, you're better off just watching Scream. (laughs) Because it kind of... Oh, yeah. Scream is a much better enjoyable kind of... Who's the killer kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's much better movies from... Yeah, the late 90s, early 2000s, sort of crime yeah. uh, slasher. The other movie I watched, because it was leaving soon on Netflix last week, was Blue Bayou by, what's the name? Is it Justin Chun? Uh, I'm looking this up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There we go. Nice. <laughs> I, so you should have made Justin it longer. Ch- yeah, you got to you got to make the we'll crickets longer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're googling something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Chon. He plays the lead actor. Yeah. He plays the lead character Antonio LeBlanc, when, and he wrote and directed. When's movie. it leaving? Because that's been on my list for ages, and I haven't. Uh, um, maybe I'll watch it tomorrow if it's still around. I'm not sure, but like it was either the 28th of November or the 15th of December. Okay, it was Mindhunter and Blue Bayou were like. One was the 28th of November, one was the 15th of December, but I can't remember which is which. I'll have a look when I get home. Hopefully, it's still there and I'll watch it. It was... It looks really nice. Hmm. It was filmed on 16mm and I think it, the, the Netflix version is 4K. 
and it looked nice. Okay. Um, so I got no complaints about the technical kind of proficiency of the movie. It was mm. shot really well. Cinematography is nice. Looks really nice. It's Oscar bait. Okay. In in a bad way. You can tell that things are written in a way just to ham it up for mm. a specific kind of... This is a message. This is a message thing. movie. This is a movie where they wrote it trying to tick all certain boxes. Mm. Um, you know, it's very melodramatic. It's very kind of... Um, it has all those kind of elements that you think kind of they wrote this to get an Oscar. Mm. Um, to milk a performance. To milk a performance, exactly. I do like the... Th- there was controversy when this movie came out because someone alleged it was based off their lives without permission. Okay. And because Justin Chan apparently had talked to this individual. Mm. But he talked to lots of people about this issue because it's based on a true story. It's essentially about a man who was adopted from Korea mm. and then he gets arrested as an adult in his 30s, I guess. Mm. And then he faces Deportation. Deported yeah. because his parents never registered him as a citizen. Hmm. Like he never went through that process. That, I've heard that story many times before. Yeah. Like I'm sure it's a common occurrence. Yeah. Um, and it the, at the end of the movie, they kind of show some real people that have been affected by this issue and kind of um, where the story was influenced by their actual lives. Mm. So I don't agree that it's based on one specific person. It's based on the concept of yeah. this thing happens to people. Yeah. Um, and it's it's in that way, I do appreciate the movie because it's sending a message like, this is not okay. It's through no one's fault of their own that mm. they get they can get deported from the only country they've ever known. Mm. These are people that are got adopted from their home countries as babies. Yeah. Um, not adults. They didn't mm. just Im- like, you know, yeah. migrate to another country. Mm. Um, and it's kind of about the, um, how do you, I guess, you know, keep your family together in that kind of situation. Mm. They're the only films I've got for the boys. Okay. Well, Callum, do you want to go? Okay, so as you know, strap yourselves in, boys. That's it. I exist to serve the stack. All, right. <laughs> All praise the stack. That's it. <laughs> that doesn't. That, that didn't make sense. No, <laughs> that was just some dogs at the back of the studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so, so sorry, um, sorry, guys. Yeah, appropriate. I'll do better. You, you screwed up. Oh man. <laughs> oh no. Um, oh, can keep that in mind. I will point to you later when to use that yeah. music because I, I got something. We need the. <laughs> k- 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 oh yeah, k- 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 write that down. Um, yeah, so I've been watching the uh, this, the next entry in my stack was the Friday the Thirteenth Ninth Nine movie film collection. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've been watching the I've been watching a lot of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Um, Wait, can I before you before you start? Mother. I appreciate your. Uh, commitment to picking movies off your shelf and just sticking to that box set and not... So, we talked about it when I watched um, the Rocky movies. Mm. You can either let it weigh you down or you can embrace it. Yeah, but I think... No, but like the good thing about doing it the way I'm doing it yeah, is yeah. that you can sink into the world and the characters. Oh, 100%. And even like with Rocky, it's different, right? Because you have that that's, that very consistent type That's what I was going to say. Jace, the Friday the 13th movies are a bit looser. Yeah. The Chucky movies are a good example of, like, why yeah. you can get great rewards out of doing it that way. Because, like, you know, the Chucky movies were so enjoyable that it's like I could watch them in... One after another. One after another yeah. and be like, oh, this is fun. But Friday the 13th, <laughs> that's a slog. <laughs> you know what? So the, the interesting thing about them is that it's almost two different sets in one. So you have the original four. Yeah. 
And then there's a complete tonal shift. Because the fourth one was supposed to be the last one. It's called the final chapter. Correct. Mm. Um, and then there's like the reboot, I guess, like the second, the mm. first reboot, I should say, the second attempt. Yeah. Uh, which is its own arc. Mm. So it's like you got this, you got, it's like you're watching two different sets. Yeah. Um, the first four movies are fine. Mm. So like the, it's interesting. So the first three movies are artistically, like, you know, they're shot really nice. The cinematography I, is really nice. Especially the original two trailblazing movies. I, um, I wouldn't say that, but go on. No, for the horror scene, that's like like you know the invent like the first Friday the Thirteenth was is iconic, you know like people. Mm. Um, but then then Jason was invented, of course, in the se- invented in quotation marks yeah. in the second film. Mm. You know he gets his mask in the third film. Yeah, but I mean, because um, originally I'd only seen the first three movies. I'd yeah. seen all the Hellraiser, seen all the Halloween, seen all the Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'd only seen the three Friday the Thirteenth. And they're to me, they were all exactly the same movie. They are, no, and we'll they get, were yeah. all pretty boring. Nothing we'll to, to write that, yeah. home about. Um, and so I sort of gave up on them yeah. for years. And it wasn't until yeah. a couple of years ago that I went back and watched all of them. So the 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 problem with the first three is, like you said, they're very, very, very paint by the numbers. Mm. It's the same story. I mean, the first slightly one, different characters, but even then, all the characters merge into yeah. just one no, no, scared they're just teenager. Faceless, nameless. Yeah, um, they're um, red shirts who just get killed off one by one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And like and even, the kills aren't even that good in exactly. the original trilogy. And even um, though, like you said, it, it became an iconic uh, movie. The first one became an iconic movie, and it became an iconic long-running franchise. It was literally the first one was just made to cash in on the success of Halloween. Yeah. And it just, it never hit the highs. Oh, no. None of the movies ever no. hit the highs of Halloween or Nightmare on Elm no. Street or even the first Hellraiser. I mean... God, it's incapable <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, look, they're not good films. No. I'm not going to sit here and tell you or the audience that are they're... They four, yeah, like four and six are the quote-unquote best ones. They're not and cinema. They're not even that good. Um, <laughs> so, look, I actually found my enjoyment for the franchise escalated from five onwards. So five to eight, I found to be quite enjoyable because they they get a bit sillier with it. So Jason, him, no, no, you go on, go on, go on. Jason himself becomes more of a um, like they, they, I guess he becomes like a meter character of himself in yeah. a way. So it's like you know that they embrace the oh look he can't die kind of thing. Yeah. So um, from six onwards, he becomes like an undead. He becomes a supernatural force. Yeah. In um, six. Yeah. Jason lives. Yeah, because he gets the. There's like that. Um, Jason 5 is not. Uh, Jason. Jason 5. Uh, Friday the 13th 5, A New Beginning, is not good. Yeah. No. Well, that, it's better than 4. No way. 4 is way better. Are you kidding me? Is 4 the one where um, Tommy's in the psychiatric facility? No, that's 5. That's beginning. Oh, okay. That's, so, that's the bad one. So, which, one. which happens in 4? Four? 4 is the final chapter, the one where Corey Feldman kills. Jason at the end. Oh, yeah. And Crispin Glover does his iconic dance. Yes, yes, I know the one. Yeah. Um, Trust me, four and six are the quite got best ones, but look, I, I none liked, of them are that good. I liked five to eight. Um, I, so the five reason is I, not good. The six reason is I, good. Look, the reason I like them is because... Quite quite good. <laughs> is because the first three slash four, my memory of four is a bit hazy because honestly, like I said, because the, I've, yeah. I've been watching them back to back. And they're all pretty much the same movie. That's correct, Even by yeah. the time you get to the eighth um, one or whatever. <laughs> after after the original trilogy happens, hmm. you start to get interesting scenes coming in. 
Like, like it turns... The st- kills, yeah. The kills get a bit different. Yeah. There's some driving scenes, which is absent from most of the originals. Mm. Like, there's a... I can't remember... Apologies to listeners, because I can't remember which scene is from which film, because mm. it all merges into yeah, the yeah. one awful horror film. <laughs> um, apart from Jason Takes Manhattan, which is distinct, because it's completely separate from the others in terms of... Well, he finally leaves location. Yeah, yeah. The camp. Even though the Doesn't first that... half of it takes place on a boat, yeah, it's just which sucks. A... Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's only um, that really tiny bit at the end. Which... There's a yeah. There's a great driving scene in one of them in a minivan, mm. um, which is excellent. Mm. Uh, excellent. In any other movie, it'd be bad, but in these films, it's good. <laughs> Relatively, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, like this, yeah. It's, there's some hilarious kills in the franchises. They kind of get in. They get creative with it. Mm. Um, I think I linked in, I, I linked in our special uh, secret, bad. secret Tuesday review group chat. Um, the sleeping bag kill where he yeah. picks up her lady in a sleeping bag and like slams so, her against okay, the tree. Okay, so this is another problem um, with the Friday the 13th movies. Is Too if, much machetes. Yeah, no, but like they're so iconic and they went for so long despite none of them really being that good. Um, they were just consistently <coughs> meh. And yeah. people turned out for it for yeah. decades. It's because it's the hockey mask. And it's, it's the iconic yeah. glue which holds the entire franchise I, together. I guess it's just a paint by numbers slasher formula. You know what like you're going to get. Yeah, people show up. It's like, I guess, yeah, I it's mean, like fast food of horror. The, it's like people go and show yeah, up. 100%. Arguably, um, the best movies in this franchise is Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> mm, <laughs> no. that's I have problems with that. But anyway... Um, um, I'm just rusting. Uh, but look, well, I want to say no, no. What? I, oh, sorry, you go, you go. I was saying I was going to go off a point uh, of with the sleeping bag kill. I think one of the big problems with the franchise is, despite its no, no, notoriety of like gore and violence, it's not, that bad. it's not that bad. None of the movies are really that bad, yeah. and it was unfortunately a victim of its own success. In the fact that the MPAA, who, you know, rates the movies and basically is a censorship organization that forces the studio to cut it down to get a rating to get it released in cinemas, they used it as an example. So, every time a Friday the 13th came out, the MPAA was like, no, too violent, cut it. No, too violent, cut it. And eventually, the movies get cut down to the point where, despite their infamy as gory movies... They're pretty tame. Oh, no, they are, yeah. And not just tame for today's standards, but tame for the time. Even though, I guess, people at the time didn't care because Jason was still killing people and there's still a bit of blood and, and nudity. He, he's very imposing as well, so it adds that extra He's a great, He's a great slasher yeah. villain. But my problem was, is like, the movies would have been so much better if they were exactly the same, but just released uncut. And it's a shame that like we, uh, except for a couple of examples, like later in in like Blu-ray releases more recently, where they found some unedited footage and they put some back in, but mostly all that footage is lost, and a lot yeah. of the kills lack the fun or impact of a horror movie kill, or in some cases the co- comedy of a horror movie kill, because they had to cut bits out, and you know the the people who made the prosthetics and the makeup and all that and the gore effects, put all this work into making yeah. something look really gory and or cool or funny. And then you watch the movie and it's like they cut away in yeah, one yeah, yeah. second. And it's a real detriment to the whole 
one of the problems one of the problems i have with the first i don't know four movies i guess mm. is that he they reuse the same kill again and again yeah. and again which is like the under the bed or behind the back knife yeah kill. yeah and that i think because in the first movie when kevin bacon gets the arrow through his throat that was a big deal at the time. That was like yeah. an iconic kill. So I guess every movie after that, they were just like, we got to do that again. Yeah, but I mean, like the under the bed one happens like all the time. And That's it's what I'm like, saying, yeah. Yeah. And I'm the just arrow, like, like when he's on the yeah, bed. Like we've yeah. seen it. Like do something different. Yeah. You know? Like, mm. it's, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to the bag kill. That's hilarious. Sleeping bag kill, yeah. Sleeping yeah. bag. Um, iconic. Ja- oh, no. I won't spoil it for you. Um, Jason takes Manhattan uh, is like the uniquest one of the lot. And that's not, you know unique um <laughs> he finally after what eight or yeah. so movies he finally leaves um, which is another problem with for me with the franchise is i i guess it's it just maybe because they're low budget and they're like we gotta just stay at the the, the camp, camp crystal yeah. lake but i'm just like who says like he can just go anywhere yeah um um, and it wasn't until it takes Manhattan where I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then more than half the movies on that stupid yeah. boat because they didn't have money. Yeah. And then they get to New York and it's filmed on like a back, back lot in Canada. And then, But then there's that one iconic mm. scene where he actually gets to Times Square and actually filmed uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Times Square. And I'm like, Mwah. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Incredible. Even Scream 6, as much as we, we love that movie... That didn't even go to real New York and film yeah. like on the street. And then even they this waste, crappy Jason yeah. movie. But then they, they, waste went the, to. they waste the location by going to the sewers. Yeah, and then straight back into the like cheap set, probably um, back on in Canada or whatever. And the real thing. So I've been watching a lot of Friday. Oh, Fruit and the, right? sorry. And okay. now I'm just remembering all the the bit where he cuts the guy's head off and he's on top of the roof and it falls into the bin. Yeah, I'm like. Why doesn't every movie have these kind of kills? He doesn't cut his head off. He punches his head off. He punches his head off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Even it's better. Like the, it's like the boxing. It's yeah. like the boxing. He, yeah, he's fighting Show me him. what you got. And he's like, wham. Yeah, he's like, come on. Yeah, off. he's like trying to box him. Yeah. See, I'm like, why didn't every movie try to like one up on those kills? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, why? Like, you know, he there's a whole bunch of times he'll like crush someone's head. It should explode like a watermelon. Yeah. But like I said, it's like, even if they did that effect, cut. Yeah. And um, so the movies aren't even like worth watching most of the time. Nah, they're not. So <laughs> and I'm so only many doing it. Look, if it wasn't on the stack, I wouldn't care. Mm. Um, now, the one thing I have against so there, there's this common thing on the internet because I did some research while I was watching the movies is that there's a, Jason never kills animals and he never kills um, children. Now I want to. Dis- That's again just a ratings. I want to debate the children thing because. Coincidentally, he gets he approaches children many times, oh. but he always gets distracted yeah, first. Yeah. That, so again, that's, you know, I mean, we don't know how he'd react. Yeah. Also, I feel also, like he would definitely kill children. Yeah, it's just totally American would. movies crazy. W- won't cross that line most um, of the time, and the MPA won't here. let them. If I remember correctly, in Jason Takes Manhattan, the boat, the school kids on the boat, yeah. Teens. Teens. He's yeah, allowed to kill count. teens, yeah. but not he can't children. Kill children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although there is that bit in Jason Lives where uh, there's the kids in the cabin, um, and there's like a kid reading. I think he's reading No uh, No Exit. He's he's reading John Paul Sartre or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that um, one. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then like they're hiding under the bed. Um, that that movie's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I messaged you guys once about it. I'm like, you know, he's a real jerk. Oh yeah. Like, like 
Because, like, I, I, I was watching, I'm like, you got Mike Myers. He just wants to help everyone. No, no, but even <laughs> yeah, Mike, yeah, Myers, Michael, yeah, so Michael Myers is just Mike like, Myers, hey, you dropped this little boy. <laughs> you dropped your pumpkin. <laughs> Michael, so it's it's interesting, right? I'm watching this and I'm thinking about the slasher villains. Mm. Michael Myers operates under his own personal ethics, whatever they might be. Because He has no ethics. He's a kill, killing machine on two legs. But he but, doesn't kill everything that moves or everything that is directly in his... He's not... He's not a machine in the fact that he like, like Jason is like a bulldozer, like just nonstop, oh, yeah, no, no, like yeah, a locomotive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, Michael like hides and watches and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, there's that's a stalker what I mean. aspect. That's what I mean. It's like Michael Myers will not. He doesn't indiscriminately murder. Like he's not the same. I mean, it depends. It, it, it depends on the movie as well because, like, in, I'm not talking in, about the new ones. I in, mean, like some, the original. Yeah, but like, ev- yeah, the original. But then, like, the '80s movies where they were just more Friday the Thirteenth esque, where it's just like slasher movie. He just goes around killing and. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm talking about like the original yeah the original original yeah. Um, and then you got like you know Leatherface, who's like you know meant kind of mentally disabled mm. and operates under the the will of his family. Yeah, but then it's like you got um, uh, what's his name. Um, Freddy Krueger, hmm. who you know, obviously he's a crazy mass murderer. Yeah, but he also but has got... his he also has his own plans and motivations that yeah. motivate him to do what he wants. And he's got a personality. Yeah, and dialogue, and you know, yeah. things happen in his life, hmm. such as he is. And they explore his history and stuff. Um, whereas with Jason Voorhees, he's just a guy who kills people who come to the lake. Yeah, but the hatred for the people who visit the lake is such to the extent that he will track people down and murder everyone in the whole area. Yeah, and then I guess just go and sit somewhere and i think it's fitting that um, like so he's a jerk is my point yeah he's yeah a, he's a complete uh, douche. i think it's fitting that like the the tra- the uh franchise was so successful is that and we talked about it, i think last week or whenever maybe when we were talking about scream a while ago where he's like the the quintessential one of the quintessential slasher villains because he's literally does nothing but kill like there's yeah. no other dimension to him and it gets to the point where in the sixth movie, he literally becomes an undead monster. Yeah. And as the movies go on, he becomes more monster-esque. More monstrous. And yeah. every time he dies at the end of a movie, he gets resurrected like some sort of uh, Frankenstein's yeah. monster kind of, you know, coming out of the lake or whatever. And it just becomes the same thing over and over again with this unstoppable force who just happens to wear a cocky mask and carry a machete. I thought it was really cool. Is it the new blood where they introduce uh, psychic powers into the franchise? Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting see, take. Uh, so that's what I mean. Like, sometimes there are little elements in yeah. these films. But see, the movies are so boring and by the numbers. And then they'll introduce, like, one cool thing. Or there'll be one cool kill. And, and you're like, oh, why didn't they do the whole movie? And it's just... These movies were just churned out on yeah. limited time and budget. But I guess people kept kind of <laughs> see them, so... I did uh, one last thing before I, before I uh, wrap it up with mm. uh, Father Thirteenth. Memorable shout out to the completely random psycho guy that murders the kid with the axe at the psychiatric hospital in one of the films. Oh yeah, in the fifth one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. super violent. Yeah, that that movie is not good. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. What can I say? The problem with these films is, is like, what can I say that hasn't already been said? And also, they're not that great, so I don't want to talk yeah. about them for too long. No, but but also, like, I was we were talking before we turned on the mics. Is your Blu-ray set only goes up to Jason Takes Manhattan? Oh, right? yeah. No, I, I that, and then it skips to and skips the to the two thousand nine remake. So, yeah. 
like I was just like, well, you've gotten this far. You have to watch Jason Goes to Hell, even though it's awful. It is unwatchably bad. And Jason X, which is just and then as Jason bad. X, which is also awful, but in a fun sort of early two thousands schlocky yeah. <laughs> sci-fi kind of way. And then you have to watch Freddy vs. Jason because obviously. But that's that's just a great movie. And well, great. I wouldn't say that. It's, it has its <laughs> moment. Um, and then I I recommend the two thousand nine movie because it's. All, after all said and done, it's not bad. Look, I looked at it and it had it was like lots of brown muted colors. Oh, and it, I definitely, like, it definitely, it definitely has exactly that. What this film yeah, is. yeah, it definitely has that kind of late two thousands, early two thousand tens kind of look and feel. But considering how, can I pretend not- that uh, Jared Padalecki is one of the Winchesters when I'm watching it? Yeah, do that and make it more fun. Yeah, but but as I was saying, like you've made it this far, it's a shame to not finish them so i'd recommend if you get your hands on the rest of them to to finish it out because um the same thing happened with my sister me and my sister were watching all of them and we got to jason x and she's like i'm I'm done i'm i'm not watching anymore and i said you just got one more of the like original of the original 10 before you get to um freddie versus jason X. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's just, and she's like, "No, I'm done." And I'm like, like, "You watch Jason? Too. Yeah, I'm like, you watch Jason goes to hell. You sat through that garbage, and you don't want to watch the fun space, stupid one in space. <laughs> Jason goes to space. I'm like, all right, whatever. So like, that would be the better title. Jason goes to hell, followed up by Jason goes to space. <laughs> you know what sucks? Oh, I won't spoil it for you. No, no, no I've seen them all before. No, no, the hell. Have you seen hell? Yeah, I have. I can't remember. He doesn't I, even go to hell. I know, yeah. Like, right at the end. It sucks. I was waiting for this awesome bit where he, like, gets he sucked into demons, the underworld. Yeah. And those demons. It's just, uh, this whole franchise is an exercise in, like, um, uh, lost potential. What's the word? Yeah, lost, lost potential. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. like that, not living up to its. No, it doesn't live yeah. up to its potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I. There's a, there's a documentary <coughs> that goes for like four or five hours. It's called um, Camp Crystal Lake Memories, and once you've seen, once you've seen all the movies, like I recommend watching that because, it's just like a huge, massive retrospective on all the movies and the whole franchise and all the behind the scenes That's cool. and all like interviews with the cast and crew and it's awesome but there was a i think it was a journalist or a movie critic and he said something that stuck with me is that the movies themselves are the cinematic incarnation of jason himself or is it it just doesn't die it just <laughs> keeps coming well it's dead now so <laughs> yeah well now yeah, exactly but that's also because cinema has changed like the movie landscape has changed um and i guess the the 2009 movie although i if they did make a sequel to the 2009 movie i wouldn't be mad even though it's not that good and i'm not that big a fan of it has to be an a24 um, movie and it has to be directed by an well, indie speaking or a Blumhouse. Uh, be it, no, A24. No, 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 no. A24. Yeah, no, Blum, yeah, Blumhouse um, would just be... And, but and hang on. I wrote it down. I remember writing it down because we talked about this like a year or more ago. There was that prequel series announced. Um, yeah. Where did that go? Called I think it was just called Crystal Lake. Yeah. And then I heard, oh, it's it's on it's supposed to be coming out on Peacock. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna be bad, right? Like Peacock doesn't have anything really nice 
good shows, maybe a couple. Um, but then Brian Fuller was making it. And I'm like, oh, that that's interesting. Yeah. That could be really good. Um, and then Brian Fuller tweeted like six months ago or something. Like, it's a long time ago. He's like, oh, we have the rights to everything. He's like, we can do anything we want. And I'm like, this could be good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question I mark? mean, COVID also would have... How long ago was this announced? Six months a ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. So a year or been, more. Could it have been affected by COVID? And Even that's the, the thing. Is since, since then, I don't think I have heard anything. So, it's probably fallen through. Mm. If it does come out, it probably won't. One of the projects, either handicapped or kind of just lost altogether because of COVID. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. But I just thought it was interesting because it was like, you know, when you hear Friday the 13th reboot series, you're like, oh. But I'm like, the Chucky series was good. But that's also because those that's has the original... Peacock. Is it? Yep. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Are you sure? Can yep. you look no, that up? I know it's on Peacock. We have Peacock. Okay. It's listed on Peacock as a Peacock original. Yeah. Huh. I could have sworn there's another logo that comes up at the oh, start look, there from might another, be. There might another be. network. Yeah. Or NBC? That's Peacock. That is Peacock, though. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't inspire confidence except for no. a few mm. exceptions, like Chucky. And Yellowstone. But is that that's not Peacock. Yeah, it is. I don't watch the Yellowstone, so I can't say. But well, I mean, actually, no, that could be a temporary arrangement they've got, but because it's Paramount, otherwise, yeah, that's Paramount. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, but Chucky's different because it has the original creator, and it's this long-running thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm um, like, if they could pull this off, it could be. Well, interesting. it's not like the ori- it's not like the original run was sacred material. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, like, <laughs> give a visionary. It's not like that. You know, the, the Hellraiser reboot where we're like, oh, they should have done this, they should have done that. It was okay, but you know, so or, throw, or the, throw one at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. Up, it'll the awful, be you know, the awful new Halloween movies or the the new uh, Evil Dead Rise, where we're like, oh, they should have done this. This was like this and. It's just like the whole. Friday let's the get a script and just strewhorn the IP in it. Yeah, but Friday the Thirteenth. You might like, actually get some interesting ideas if you did that with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, actually, exactly. You'd be leaving the lake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get it. Just like just exactly. Put a, get put a, Jason in. You know, Evil Dead Rise. Put Jason in a apartment. That would have been sick. That's and they probably could have done that on the same budget as all the other yeah. dodgy movies. Yeah, what, what do you always say, James? Send us a check. Send us a check. We need a cha-ching sound effect. Yeah, I'm do. writing that down. <laughs> no, but seriously. like, like Cha-ching. Like, even put him on a carnival cruise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all the things you could do with this maskless, faceless yeah. oh, killer man. who doesn't imagine say anything. Sl- imagine the schlocky taglines. You thought COVID was bad on a cruise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> COVID's not the only thing that you. He did the bow sound. Yeah. Oh, nah, that was a good joke. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, you're gonna about you're about to do that for me. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh. Look, we might be back right after this quick. Break. We might be back. We, we, we will definitely be back okay. after this quick break. You are back on the Tuesday review. Um, losing control in the studio a little bit because yeah. we're coming up with our own kind of. Where should Jason go? Where should Jason go? What kind of Friday the Thirteenth sequels do so we need in after our lives? the after the mics uh, were cut off for the outbreak? I said Jason goes to Burning Man. Yeah, you know what would happen if he got and, those? And then I was like. Has there ever been a slasher movie at a music festival before? Which, because that sounds kind of interesting. I mean, and then, he kills to the beats of the music. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But then Callum's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Does, uh... I don't know. There's so much potential in Wait, now I'm thinking there's, there is a bit in Friday. Oh, no, never mind. We're going to play around with that on the socials, I think. We're going to Photoshop Jason into some iconic locations and be like, would this be a good fit? Jason at the radio station? 
No, thank you. He doesn't talk, so he's just sitting in front of the mic with headphones on. Is he here already? Oh, kick, kick, kick. It's the closest we got right now is yeah. the heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Right? The, like, you have such an iconic character and you spend... He spent all his time at the lake. Yeah, but again, it's just like... I, I do... I do... I can see... From a filmmaking perspective of them just being lazy and just doing the same yeah. thing. and But also fans, like if you moved out of the lake, I, people would probably lose their minds because horror fans can be, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but horror, yeah, they, he could have gone anywhere. And when he finally does in Manhattan, it, it's like just they don't have the time or the Jason money. Jason on or, a plane. Jason. Oh, that would have <laughs> been cool. <laughs> Snakes on a plane, Jason on a plane. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Look, moving on now. J- uh, James oh, also had a good uh-huh. horror film. Oh, okay. So get ready with the bow, bow, bow. All right. Yeah. So James has failed, or the movie yeah, has failed. Yeah, I, I goofed up. So last week, uh, Nathan was talking about some Exorcist related movies, possession movies, and then Callum was like, oh, you know, I watched. Um, uh, Serpent and a Rainbow, which has like sort of possession-y voodoo yep. things. Um, and then you're like, oh, James, do you have any pos- sort of related we, movies? We could have had the trifecta. Yeah, and I was like looking through my list and I had all these horror movies that I watched in Spooktober that I didn't get to talk about. And I was like, oh, I don't know if anyone wants to hear about these. And I'm scrolling through the list and all I'm seeing is Scream and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I already talked about. Because there's so many movies and they just and I'm scrolling, scrolling and I'm like, uh, I don't know, and I'm like trying to see the ones in between and I'm like unsure. There were two movies that technically I could have segued into, especially because last week was like the segue uh, mm. episode that could have been like, I guess it's kind of possession adjacent. So I done goofed up. So you got to give me the. Right, I'll give you the fail. Yeah. I'll take the L. Take the L. <laughs> so anyway, uh, one week later, uh, I thought I would talk about them now. Um, the first one was The Changeling from 1980, oh, yeah. which not exactly a possession movie, but it's a haunted house movie. And there are, you know, inklings of sort of, there's a, a really great scene where a... Dark um, presence. Yeah, yeah. There's a dark presence in the house and, and there's a really great scene with like a spirit medium like a fortune teller lady, what do you call them? Um, And she's like channeling the spirit. So that's a really great scene. But yeah, that movie, I got the 4K uh, limited uh, edition box set from Second Sight. It's a UK company who releases nice uh, Blu-rays, which uh, they did the Texas Chainsaw 4K that I talked about um, a while ago. That movie is so freaking good. And I was thinking... You know how you're talking about uh, Exorcist Believer and we're like, oh, it's one of those crappy reboot, cool, whatever. Um, and, you know, and the original Exorcist is just such a great, you know, one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And it got me thinking of like, you know, The Exorcist, which is like early 70s. You got The Omen, which is mid 70s. And then you got The Changeling, which is 1980. They're all scary horror movies but they're all classy as hell 
like yeah. really nice, like the cinema, cinema capital C, film capital F, like just so well yeah, made yeah, yeah. and just like. If this wasn't horror, people would be saying this is the greatest like film yeah. of. Um, I mean, people do. I mean, all those movies oh, no, are, are well but regarded. If it wasn't but horror, it'd be treated like The Godfather. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really classy. And I was just thinking, it's like that. It's always got an unfair kind of. Yeah. Um, oh, hundred percent gets unfair rap, but I think. There's different types of horror, and you've got those... <laughs> Omen's different to Friday the 13th. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> In terms of presentation. you got, you got those classy horror movies, but then you got the <laughs> schlocky and the slashes and whatever. Um, but I was thinking, I'm like, now we don't really have those... We have elevated horror movies. We have A24 horror movies. Um, yeah. But I miss those, like, really classy um, We don't have movies. those anymore. And I yeah. feel like, you know, when they make Exorcist Believer... Um, and they clearly don't understand why Exorcist works. Um, they're not making classy movie. They're making schlocky yeah. reboot cool cash grab yeah, garbage. With like, I guess a fake sheen. Yeah, this yeah. like yeah. Hollywood sheen and this grey brown. It's it's got that ugly. thing where I'm like, look, this movie costs money to make. It's but it's still no yeah, better than the cheap nasty movies exactly. you get on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Of, it's like we got yeah. one name actor or whatever. Yeah. We got we got we got like I don't know. It's just yeah, because it's the struggles that the characters go through that make the movies so great. You know, it's yeah, not but it's also the, the filmmaking. Yeah, and yeah. then the filmmaking like those movies are really well made. Um, and the lighting's good and yeah, yeah, and the performances and like you, you, a lot of horror movies now. But again, like I said, it's like now we have elevated horror and A twenty four horror, which is the sort of more the, classy, the classy movies and elevated horror, yeah. and the classy filmmaking now doesn't go to your slashes or your kind of. No, no, well, cl- slashes have never been classy, no, no, but I'm I, just saying that yeah, you know, but the, like now all that good filmmaking is kind of it's. St- transitioned into being that elevated horror if you like yeah the elevated horror the a24 movies and like we said it's like those are no longer big studio yeah, blockbusters not even like, elevated horror or your weird horror like you've got your midsummer and that's a24 of, horror yeah, though yeah exactly so yeah, 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 yeah. like that's you know but even then it's just like the changeling and the omen and exorcist were like big studio movies that came out in the cinema with yeah. like name actors yeah um Whereas now it's like Midsummer and, you know, other A24 movies or other elevated horror movies. Um, They're not, yeah, Bo is Afraid isn't coming to your local cinema. Yeah, not pretty much, you know. Um, but that's also, that's also a very different movie in its own right. I was just thinking of no, like, watching, watching yeah, The yeah. Changeling. I'm like, oh, this is so good. It's such a good movie. Um, and then I done goofed up again because there's another movie on my list that I watched in Spooktober that has a, even more direct possession uh, connection uh, from beyond released in 1986. I got the 4k of this as well. This is a movie I've been meaning to watch for so long and I just never got around to it. Um, and they, it was released on 4k by vinegar syndrome. I think one of those boutique labels. Yeah. Um, and I bought it and watched it for the first time and it's a really cool kind of gory kind of uh, effects-driven 80s uh, horror movie based on the story by H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft Okay. about scientists who sort of use this device to resonate with sound and they accidentally open up 
a sort of parallel universe where these creatures come through. Classic. And there's this sort of element of like whatever these creatures are, they, they live in a, you know, not physical universe. So they're yeah. kind of ghost yeah. phantomy. And then they kind of possess certain characters and they're like take one character and he like starts to turn into this grotesque monster Your classic lovecraftian yeah and but thing. it's this really cool like l- low budget you know sh- bit schlocky uh horror movie but just it's the peak of like what we love of those kind of movies we're just just practical effects out the wazoo like just so much cool and just score and it's got jeffrey combs who's a legend especially in the genre it's directed by stuart gordon who's a legend in the genre also did reanimator which is another classic hp lovecraft 80s gore heavy special effects uh, um you know uh, practical effects heavy movie um so yeah it was just awesome and a lot of fun um and yeah, I'm hoping Reanimator gets a 4K release soon. I'm I feel like I feel like it, it. It it's it's one of those movies where it's floor just hanging fruit for it. It's just it's just um it's cult, It's still a cult movie, but it's still it's big enough to it's like that's yeah. a movie that well, needs. I've been thinking about this lately. Physical media is in a weird spot because you've got companies like Disney and some of the major labels that are pulling back a bit from physical media in countries like Australia. It right? no, it's so weird, right? Because I was thinking about this uh, with Umbrella. Um, the Australian yeah, that's thing. probably what I'm getting to. And yeah. You've got so many minor or smaller labels just coming out every Champion. year. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like you, the big, it's the so big, weird. yeah, the big studios are kind of pulling away a little bit. Yeah. And then we've got like 10 in the last few years, probably like 10 different yeah. smaller boutique Blu-ray labels and, coming out and all doing, all doing God's work. What's so weird is, is like, like you said, you got the big companies like Disney is like no longer releasing physical stuff in Australia. And I'm like, this is just awful um and you've got all these boutique uk and us labels australian labels but then i'm getting to that like popping up i'm like that's one thing because usually all the best physical media comes out in the us and sometimes in in europe and the uk um and then since covid which was economically like socially everything awful all these australian companies who either existed before or or a new are popping up like releasing all these amazing blu-rays and 4ks and it's just like how did we go from yeah. australia being the dead spot of physical media releasing to covid almost destroying yeah, yeah. our economy to all these boutique labels like popping up and it's releasing so all this. Like imprints got their own spin-off label coming out, don't they? As well, um, it's uh, like an Asian cinema focus. Yeah, it's so weird, right? So when um, a, a while ago now we got the uh, John Carpenter 4K releases in Australia, mm. and I bought them and I watched them, and then time goes by, and then I get an email. I guess it was for Americans, and it was like John Carpenter's 4K is coming out soon. Pre-order them, mm. and I'm like, man, I got it right there. Yeah, I'm so like it's <laughs> so crazy. Weird? Like we get like we got some stuff like from our local imprints yeah, before it was released in America. How many times do we complain that a movie comes out in America months before, Bef- yeah. sometimes a year before it comes out here, if it comes out here at all? And oftentimes it'll come out on Blu-ray or 4K in the US before it's even released at the cinema here, which is insane. Um, and oftentimes we don't even get a physical release at all, or sometimes. 
I guess because of our market, we only get a DVD release, which is bizarre. <laughs> um, yeah. But it is the best feeling where it's like for the first time on, worldwide on Blu-ray in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me, what? Yeah. Uh, did I die and go to heaven? <laughs> yeah. And, it is oh, you know what bit. we need? The harp. The harp sound. The harp. I yeah, have, I'll write that down. I have this. It'll do. Yeah. This chill enough. This is what heaven... Is this, this might sound like. This, heaven might sound like this. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, just lounge kind of... Um, look, definitely. <laughs> you could turn up. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm back from heaven. Down, back down in hell. Um. AKA Earth. No, but it is just an interesting time because a few years ago we were kind of worried about the state of physical media and now you look around and you've, we've got all this... But that's what's crazy yeah. is like you were saying, the big companies and are just like scaling it back or yeah. or, or if they do release it, they do the bare minimum mm, where they yeah. slap it on a yeah. disc and just not, no special features, and nothing. I mean, if imprints doing well enough to have uh, a we'll, second version of their own imprint, like a spin-off kind of Asian cinema-focused label, obviously they're doing okay. I will say... They sell out every month of their Blu-rays. Yeah, you know? like, yeah they do. I, I will say though that I think... I don't know if we've talked about this before... But, you know, being a boutique uh, and f- a physical media collector, Blu-rays, 4Ks, whatever, um, it has, even though now we're getting more than ever and then all these great companies and they're releasing all this cool stuff um, and all this kind of bespoke kind of, you know, cool limited editions with bits and pieces that I love, even though, you know, what I'm going to do with all the cool little things that come with it. Um even though that is happening and I, I love it and it's right up my alley, uh, it is becoming sort of a rich person's hobby. Oh, 100%. And it's sort of like vinyl collecting kind of music for musos, yeah. like for, for music lovers. Like it's, I pick and choose very yeah, carefully. Because like, yeah. I, I have an addiction, so I'm like, I spend the money and it's getting to a point now where I'm like, if you are not, you know, because when DVDs came out, they were exp- expensive at first, but after a while, like, just you could collect DVDs like no tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and they then, sell DVDs now for like $9.99. Yeah, and then Blu-rays came out and was like, they were super expensive at first, but then after a while, you could start to build up a pretty decent collection. I think... Now with 4Ks and the sort of more boutique labels and even the non-boutique labels, just normal Blu-ray releases, it's just like, this is getting out prices I mean, are getting out I know, of hand. I know inflation's a thing and the cost of living is very high but like when a 4k comes out it's like $40 yeah I mean like for, we, for, for a we, local release we always, yeah, yeah, yeah we always get the Australia tax where yeah. everything here is just inflated to but Blu-ray was never that expensive was it when they came out and you released it like somewhere no somewhere, Some, somewhere. It de- see it depends yeah. on the, the movie as well yeah, um, there were def- but, there's still some Blu-rays that will come out and like I was in JB the other day and I, uh, today even, mm. I, uh, and I was looking around before I, I got my thing and there's like Blu-rays that are like recently released for like 38 yeah. bucks. I'm not talking about anime. <laughs> oh no. And that's a whole nother kill of talking fish. About a, yeah. Talk about a rich person. Yeah. Like, yeah. A hundred bucks for a ten, half ten, of a yeah, season. Half a season, 10 episodes, hundred dollars. Get the hell out of here. Um, but like, yeah, it is becoming sort of a rich person's hobby where if you, if you want to collect, uh, a lot of this stuff, if you want to have the best version of the film, if you want a limited edition, you're going to have to shell out for it. And especially if you have to import it from America or the UK, which yeah. for 99% of things you do, 
Um, Look, I think most people should just be buying if, if it because dep- it is such an expensive thing. I would say only buy the collector's editions of movies you really cherish. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. just go for the standard. 4K I think I, I'm I'm also an exception where it's like this is my thing. This is my. Ho- I'm not saying like a lot of people are off physical uh, completely and just doing um, you know streaming yeah. and stuff. But you know that's a whole another dangerous thing where they're cutting things, removing things. Oh, you don't even own ba- anything anymore. Back in the anymore. day, we complained about the thirteen reasons why Netflix. Oh, 100%. Uh, controversy. Yeah, all, all you know, these, you know, Disney Plus. Disney is 100 examples. Yeah, <laughs> Disney Plus is just censoring or removing things wholesale. Um, HBO Max was just deleting stuff for the tax um, yeah. write-off. So, yeah, it, there is an element of safety, but it's also, I've, I've talked about it before. I'm sure we've talked about it on the show many times. Is like there is that element of pulling it off your shelf and having it in a nice slip cover and pulling it oh. out and put, and the quality is still the best on this. To quote Christopher Nolan, no... Um, no oh no! Streaming, streaming company can steal it away. From yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, at least he's championing it. Yeah, I did my part. Oh, you would Insert, get, uh, yeah, Oppenheimer as well. Uh, Insert uh, st- um, Jesus, I'm blanking. Um, space tro- space troopers? No, what's the Starship, Starship troopers? troopers. In- insert Starship oh, troopers. Oh, I'm doing here. my part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We I'm need that on that the bad. soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh well, that one, that one came in useful at least. <laughs> yeah. it's probably the most used sound effect we'll have. oh that'll be on every episode because we screw up so much <laughs> that or uh, crickets when we're googling something crickets yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get a we'll get a a, a roster of we'll different love, yeah, sounds this is, we're just I, I think we're gonna like having this in the studio it's good it gives more energy color. and it's it like more color, fun. color yeah more color yeah, yeah we'll just have to build up a, a good kind of especially because you know with the if you count the old show we've been doing this for like seven years and yeah, it, it, we're trying to grow it gets very stale and you know i'm always complaining i'm like let's let's do something that's yeah um so yeah we'll get we need the X Files intro music or something oh, approximating that. Yeah, every time we talk about aliens. <laughs> and we need the uh, Law and Order. Dun dun. Yeah, the Law and Order. That's classic. <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah. When we're judging someone. Dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I reckon that's all the time we've got for tonight. Boys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, up. everyone. Did you hate? Do you hate the soundboard? Let us know. <laughs> if you did, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure all the crickets in our audience <laughs> loved it. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, that's who's listening. No one else. Is. And Alan was listening, so I guess. Yeah. I guess we had one listener. Um, Let us know your thoughts. Where would you like to see Jason next? Yeah. Yeah. Jason goes to what's that? Emily goes to Paris. Emily yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Jason in Paris. Jason time travels. He goes back in the past. Like caveman times. Oh, yeah. Jason riding, See, a, speak, dino- speaking Jason riding of, a dinosaur. Oh, man. <laughs> See, speaking of like classy horror movies, there is a there is a, a place for schlocky horror movies oh, yeah. where it's like, let's go dumb and let's do <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah. stuff because that sounds awesome. Jason yeah. goes to the Vatican. Yes, please. Yeah. Look, uh, that let, would cause a lot of controversy. <laughs> I don't care. I would love it. Let's turn off the mic and like make some of these. <laughs> don't put them out there because people will steal them. That's it. They're our ideas. <laughs> this is our ideas. Copyright. You know, this, is, this is what we'll do. All right. We'll bark at you. <laughs> Set oh. the dogs on you. Cal- every time I use the dog, Cal's like, stop it. Release the hell. He's going to delete the sound. He's going to delete that sound effect. <laughs> no, no, no.
We need DMX going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, for real, that's enough, guys. Let's yeah, go. I'm hungry. Let's, let's go, go eat. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Please like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter page, Threads page, and Newsmast page. Nice. And follow us and subscribe. subscribe. Ring that bell on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Follow us all on Letterboxd. Yeah, I'm cha- I'm Channel Drifter. I'm Nathan B underscore ninety, and I'm Callum Tuesday. One word. Yeah. Um, so you can I guess follow along and tell us when we're wrong. On um, yeah, you can watch whatever weird sad things I'm watching lately. Yeah, my whatever the eclectic, stack tells me to watch. You can see my eclectic day to day watching habits. I uh, only update mine when I watch something, which is less frequently than the rest of the boys, but that's okay. Yeah, but that's what you're supposed to do. If you haven't watched something, you're not going to put it in your diary. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Adios, cousins.